Welcome to Rachel Lawson's Shadows in the Moonlight podcast of poetry and stories. We hope you enjoy them. The Magicians in My Dreams Prince Jasper, a minor prince from the Earth, was at an intergalactic summit. Somewhere between sleep and awakeness, it was particularly boring speak. He was sitting, watching. The ambassador from the Andromeda system, speaking on a very dull political subject, when Prince Jasper dropped off to sleep. He snored loudly as he slept for five minutes. He was a point of amusement for more than one of the delegates who wished they could sleep through the speech too. He awoke as a gaseous, burning, human-shaped, screaming mess in utter terror. He ran out of the room to find his father, Prince Lakelandite, another minor earth prince. Are you all right? asked his father, seeing his son, in his true form, I had a vision, said Jasper, who was in shock. Looks like it was bad, said Lakelandite. It was very bad, and I can't see how I could stop it, said Jasper. Couldn't have been that bad, said Lakelandite. It was. I saw the Emperor die, said Jasper. Dad? He does that a lot, and he always comes back to life. Don't worry, said Lakelandite. Not that Emperor. I saw the forest being slayed by an assassin, and the Empire will fall into anarchy, and in the anarchy the earth will be destroyed, said Jasper. What? Said. Lakelandite shocked. They ran to find the Galactic Emperor, their ancestor. He was talking to the local Emperor. His grandson, Lakelandite's father, Alexandrite. Things are bleak these days, Blake, said Sapphiris to his grandson, also known as Blake. Yes, grandfather. We are always one incident to anarchy. I stopped the plot by some serious bee. Aliens that were planning on causing a war with our system last week. And some writers from the Beetlejuice sector for protesting the summit today, said Blake. In ran Jasper and Lakeland night. Granddad, I had another vision, said Jasper. You had dark visions a lot. 
What is it this time? Mine Blake. We saw the end of the Empire. The orphan great granddad being assassinated, said Lakeland Eye. Can't you ever tell something not bad? Blake said grumpily to his least favourite person. His son. Jasper looked at his granddad like he was being an idiot. He, he glared at him. Can't you ever listen? It's the last day on earth. Jasper hissed. At Blake. What is the Vogon constructor fleet coming to destroy the earth? For an intergalactic freeway bypass, Blake asked. Get serious. The Vogons aren't real. Snapped back like Lundite, rolling his eyes. Nothing from the Beetlejuice system. His people blow up the earth. At the seat of the late Emperor, to kill off his line. Jasper. So it's not the Vogons that spares us the bad poetry. So it's Ward Prefect, said Blake. Blake went out moaned frustrated. Blake gets serious, said his grandfather. Okay, what do we do? Call Mortimer and tell him to make room in. The afterlife, Blake said. He was secretly Mortimer, the king of the Grim Reapers. No. We protect the Galactic Emperor and save him. We save the rest of us with him, said Lakelandite. We should see Uncle Temp. For help, Jasper said. Yes, and hope this is not a fixed point in time, Blake said. A portal opened, and a voice shouted out. Come, all of you. I've been waiting for you to come, Tempest shouted out. They walked into the wormhole and appeared in the halls of time, a place out of time that led to all moments of time. Hi, boy, said Blake. The camp is the timekeeper. Lacklandite and Jasper. Tempest greeted them all, calling Lacklandite and Jasper by their human names, Lance Senior and Lance Junior. They all chirp back, hello. Two Tempests in turn. The assassin Junior saw in his dream is the ambassador for Beetlejuice 5. He was a plant. He's a professional killer like Lance, said Tempest. Lance being fake assassin. The Grand Rule of Beetlejuice ordered 
him to kill Gramps. He thinks if the vacuum of no imperial family and the symbol of the earth gone, he can take over the broken empire into new tempers. So if we fail, that will destroy anything we stand for, said Tanya. Yes, said his brother Tempest. How can we stop it from happening? asked Tanya. We get last to kill him, said Blake sharply. Hey, why is it always up to me? Tanya said. You're a killer, we aren't, said Blake. Why don't you take them to hell? said Senior. Blake flashed a look that could kill at Senior. Stop arguing. This is serious, said Junior. Yes, this is, said Tempest. The assassin must be caught in the act of trying to kill Gramps, or there will be a war. Did you see it? said Tanya. No, it's political protocol, said Tempest. You need to prove he's rogue or his people get a backdoor as. Yeah, what can I do? asked Tanya. Later that day, the forest that in the Imperial throne, flanked by Senior and Blake, as his bodyguards and heirs. Today, the Marquis of Mars showed the ambassador of the Beetlejuice system to the Imperial family. They knew the Marquis didn't know he was there to kill anyone, let alone Sephiris. Dante was... Blake's assistant in all things, and he was a bit of a pen-pusher. Good day to you, Ambassador, said Sephiris to the Ambassador in the truck. Lance was cleaning a sword. It distracted the Ambassador slightly. He walked up to Sephiris to talk. It seemed... and pulled the dagger out. About to slay the Galactic Empire, and he dropped dead. He tried to kill the Emperor, said Lance, looking down at the Ambassador, below his bloody sword. Thank you, said Sepharis. That ended the ambitions of the Beetlejuice Grand Leader. He said... The ambassador was acting alone. Thus the Earth and the Emperor and the Universe were saved. Thank you for listening to Rachel Lawson's Shadows in the Moonlight podcast of poetry and short stories by the author. Come back soon and you'll hear some more stories and poetry by Rachel Lawson. Thank you for listening.